0: Hello everyone out there, this is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is Creative Commercial Real Estate Finance with an emphasis on seller carry second mortgages. So I'm continuing a series of trainings on how to buy and finance commercial real estate creatively. It's really important that you know how to structure deals that no one else does, to give you the upper hand. A typical real estate agent may or may not know how to be creative, but for the most part, they're not interested because it may affect their commission. And from my experience, nearly 95% of all property owners, that's sellers, don't have a clue on how to safely structure creative deals. So it's up to you to get educated on this topic. Today, I'm going to go deep on how seller carry second mortgages can help you close on commercial deals that you otherwise would probably pass up on. So let's get started. Have you ever heard of these terms or these uh, phrases before when you're looking on loop net or online listings or getting things from brokers or even uh, just sellers? If you've heard this before, seller may carry a small second to help get the deal done. Or how about seller may hold a second or owner may carry some paper or how about owner may carry or how about the emphasis owner financing possible? I'm sure some of you that are active in the market have seen these terms someplace, somehow. So what does this all mean? This is actually code language telling you that here's an open door, an open window for you to explore creative financing. You just have to know what to do with it. And that's what this podcast is about. So why seller carry second mortgages? Well, being creative allows you to close on more deals and make more money. That's the bottom line. Seller carry strategies assist you in leveraging, for example, lowering your down payment amount. That's critical. That's huge, right? It also helps you increase your cash on cash return or ROI immediately and immensely. And it also makes your deals very attractive and unique. It allows you to take advantage of motivated sellers where loan assumptions are available. You're going to run across that. What do you do with that? And also, you'll be able to overcome financing obstacles that would normally the average person will walk away from, but not you after this training here. So understanding seller carry second mortgages is an absolutely important tool to have have in your arsenal of deal-making tools. So let's do a quick example, quick and easy, okay? I know you guys can't see the numbers, but just try to follow me along in principle. So let's say the purchase price of a tenured apartment building is $500,000 and the down payment is 25% or $125,000, but you only have 75000 so you only have 15%, so there's a 10% shortage. Here's how seller carry mortgages can help. In order to satisfy the down payment requirement of the lender, which is 25%, the seller may agree to hold a second mortgage against the property for the remaining 50000 or 10%. That's called a seller carry second mortgage. Now, if he agrees to do that, everyone is happy. The seller gets to sell the property, you get to buy the property, and lastly, the lender's equity requirement, a 25% down payment payment is satisfied. So in a nutshell, that's what a seller carry second mortgage is. So you're going to have two mortgages. You're going to have to pay the first mortgage and the second mortgage. So you're going to have to evaluate this and figure your cash flow out by subtracting two mortgages from the NOI. Now, how does this affect the cash or cash return if you don't do a seller carry second mortgage? So if you don't do a seller carry second mortgage in this case, you have to come up with the entire 25% or 125000 instead of the 75000 So you'll be only Taking care of the first mortgage. So, you know, that can have a huge difference on your cash and cash return. Now, in the first case, you have a seller carry second mortgage. You have a certain cash and cash. And in the second case, there's no seller carry. You're putting down the entire down payment, right? There's a certain cash and cash there. The difference is you putting down 15% as opposed to 25%. That's over a 30% difference improvement on your cash and cash return. So, if you can organize a small seller carry of 10% your cash and cash return can potentially go be over 30% it can be a 30% difference there for example let's say you're able to produce a 25% cash on cash return with the seller carry second mortgage that's if you don't have a seller carry second mortgage it can be 15 to 17% so you can go from 15 to 17% up to 25% with the seller carry second mortgage so that's huge let me go over a second situation with you let's say we have the same Apartment building, ten-unit apartment building, five hundred thousand dollars purchase price. The seller this time has four years remaining on a current loan in the amount of three hundred thousand dollars. The buyer must assume a loan because the seller has a large prepay penalty if the loan is paid off. So he can't just sell it to you; you have to assume the loan. But there's a gap there, right? So he owes three hundred thousand, but the purchase price is five hundred thousand. So there's a two hundred thousand dollar gap there to cover. But again, you only have seventy-five thousand dollars. So there's a hundred twenty-five thousand shortage so the question is what do you do how do you buy this deal Here's what you do. Again, this is about seller carry second mortgages. You're going to take your $75,000 and you're going to apply it to that gap of $200,000. And then the seller is going to carry a second mortgage for the remaining $125,000. Okay, you got it? So you're going to put down your $75,000 to the bank. The seller is going to take out a second mortgage against the property for $125,000. So that gap is covered now. So you become the owner of that property. But guess what? You, again, have to take care of the first mortgage and you have to take care of the second mortgage. So basically you're assuming the seller's loan, right? With the current terms. And by the way, it's going to cost you about 1% of the loan amount to assume it plus closing costs. So again, you're assuming the seller's loan. That's what a loan assumption is. So when you hear the term a loan assumption, this is exactly what it is. So you're going to assume the seller's loan, the $300,000. So you're making payments on $300,000 plus you need to service the $125,000 second mortgage. So that is what we call a loan assumption with the seller carry second mortgage. I have another question for you. Same question. What would the cash on cash return be without assuming a loan and not taking a seller carry second mortgage? What would it be? This is even a more drastic change. So in this case, what you're doing is let's say there's no assumption. So you're going to cover the $200,000 difference just out of your pocket. Boom. Down payment, $200,000. So your cash and cash is going to be X. Now let's say that in case B, you only have 75,000. So you're going to apply the 75,000 and he's going to do a selling curve of 125,000. There is a huge difference there in the cash and cash return. Guess how much? 50%, over 50% in this case, in a difference in the cash and cash return. So if your cash and cash return without the assumption, you plop down 200,000 is 10%. For example, your cash and cash return with the assumption can be over 25%. So that's over a 50% difference there. So huge difference. So we solve a huge problem there. The huge problem was the seller wanted to sell. He has a loan assumption with a large prepaid penalty. You don't have all the equity. So the solution is a seller carry second mortgage. Okay, so those are two cases I want to share with you. Now, let me give you some basic rules on seller carry second mortgages for commercial deals. Now, here's some tips. Some of you are going to be thinking, Peter, how do I calculate what my interest rate should be on my seller carry second mortgage? Here's the answer. Always start off with 5% interest-only payments if you don't know where to start. So I'm giving that to you now. Always plug in 5% interest-only payments on a second mortgage. Next is try to negotiate no interest payments for the first six months. So this allows you to have higher cash flow before having to take on the second mortgage payment. Next is never over-leverage or over-debt a property. Try to maintain at the minimum 10% equity in the property. My last tip here is not all lenders will allow second mortgages. And I found that here's the reason why is because the lenders figure you're going to pay the second mortgage before spending on maintaining the property. So the lender is concerned about their property looking well and being taken care of. You're more concerned about paying the second mortgage so you don't go into default. That's the reason why not all lenders will allow seller carry second mortgages. So you had to be selective there. Now, let me go over with you when seller carry second mortgages are good to use. In what situations? Well, I'm gonna give you five situations. Number one, it's good to use when you want to be creative and seller motivations are evident. We just went over a couple examples where seller motivations were there. Say this is a great time to use it. Secondly, they're good to use when you have enough time and a good plan to increase the property value through appreciation, forced appreciation, or principal pay down. So you need to give yourself enough time to pay off the loan thirdly seller carry second mortgages are good to use when you need or want to leverage your down payment or the amount of money that you have fourthly seller carry second mortgages are good to use when a seller has to pay a large prepayment penalty if he pays off his loan too early and lastly seller carry second mortgages are good to use when you're assuming loans now for those of you that are active over time you will run into one of these situations believe me you will and now you know how to handle it. So now I want to cover the other side, right? So when is not a good time to use seller carry second mortgages? Let me give you five examples here too. It is not good to use seller carry second mortgages when it creates a situation where there's too much debt on the property. For example, negative cash flow. So if you were to evaluate a deal where you have the two mortgages, the first and the second, and there's negative cash flow, this is not a good time to use that. Secondly, when your debt coverage ratio equals 1.0 It's not a good time to use seller carry second mortgages, all right? By the way, debt coverage ratio is basically your NOI divided by your annual mortgage payments. So when that formula equals 1.0, that means you're breaking even. It's not a good time to use seller carry second mortgage. Thirdly, this is a third case. Seller carry second mortgages are not good to use if the seller's current mortgage matures soon. Within the year, it matures. It's probably not a good time to use seller carry second mortgages because you need time to fix up the property, get the NOI up get the value up so you can pay it off now number four if you don't have a clear plan or extra strategy to pay off the seller second mortgage when it's due it's not a good time to use this strategy and lastly if you don't have enough time to allow the property value to increase to pay off the second mortgage it is not a good time to use seller carry second mortgages now let me give you some technical things about the seller carry second mortgages second mortgages by definition must be recorded after the first mortgage okay so you are pretty much the seller that gives you the second mortgage will be in second position the first mortgage from the bank will be in first position and then you will um, the seller will be in second position Second thing is, should a first mortgage be paid off during the term, the second mortgage? The second mortgage becomes a first mortgage. All right, you're just going to switch positions once that first is paid off. Next, standard real estate law does not differentiate between the first and second mortgages. So from a legal perspective, recording a second mortgage follows the same procedure as a first mortgage, okay? So for those of you wondering, how do you record a second mortgage? It's the same as a first mortgage. We won't go into those details, so you're going to have to know that. Lastly, this is important. If you default on a second mortgage, the lender can start foreclosure just as he would on the first mortgage. So the lender's interest is second to the first mortgage. So the first lender must be paid off completely before a second mortgage lender receives any money. So if you default in your second mortgage, they can foreclose on you, but the person in first position is still in first position. So in order for a second mortgage holder to get any money, their first mortgage has to be paid off. In conclusion, all of you now know how to evaluate a deal with or without a second mortgage. You also know how to calculate and include both mortgages properly. You all know now when it is ideal to use as well as when it is ideal to not use. You now know what the benefits are of using a seller carry second mortgage and how to be creative there. You now know what the risks are. And lastly, now you're able to create more deals from some deals you may have walked away from. So this concludes Creative Commercial real Estate Financing with an emphasis on seller carry second mortgages. If you want more podcasts like this, you can go on to our website, commercialpropertyadvisors.com and click on the podcast area and listen to more of these podcasts. All right. Okay. Thanks everyone for listening and I'll see you at the next podcast.